Greetings, everyone. Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today, we are doing a spoiler talk review for Amazon's Invincible. Season 1, Episode 5, dubbed That Actually Hurt. Joined with me, as always, is my good friend, Marcello, a.k.a. Mark the Magnificent. How you doing out there, Mark? Did I say via satellite radio? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. Hey, hey, stop me, Mark. How you doing? Well, Matt, as you said, I am, in fact, magnificent. Thank you for noticing. You know, I've been trying new things. What can I say? It just comes so forced. (laughs) He lives the lavish life, folks. I do it all for you, folks. What can I say? I'm a man of the people. Well, I say before we get into this review, may I remind you fine, lovely audiences in the front row? Yes, you. Right there. Yeah, you. How's it going? We're talking to you, pal. Make sure to like this review. Subscribe to my channel if you enjoy reviews like this. We like to talk about animation in either TV shows, movies, what have you. So support us, the Matthew Seller Podcast, when you can. Oh, and by the way, every Saturday, usually around 1 or 2 Pacific time, I like to do a few hours of animation on Twitch. So come stop by and watch me animate. Anywho, without further ado, Mark. Won't you let the folks know, what is this episode of Invincible that actually hurt is all about? Well, Matt, things are really starting to heat up here. As Debbie finds Dark Blood's notepad, and she later locates the incriminating evidence that confirms her lingering suspicions while Nolan is away. Also, Black Samson berates his teammates following an incident where many civilians were hurt during a fight. However, it doesn't stop there as Mark soon then has to help a powered thug named Titan defeat his boss, Machine Head, and an ensemble of villains, one of which being Falk, the Battle Beast, who is way too overpowered and really came to shake things up this season. While the battle ensues and Mark pretty much gets the crap beaten out of him in more ways than one, I'm pretty sure his suit was the only thing keeping him physically together, GDA scientists medvac them out and they discover that Mark's blood is invulnerable to literally every lethal test they can run. And that's a little taste of what happened this episode. I don't want to say everything, but I mean, you probably saw the episode if you watched it, because I mean, why would you be watching a review if you hadn't watched it? But uh, Matt, thoughts on this episode? I know you found it quite humorous. Yeah, there were a couple funny and also some sad moments here. Like when Machine Head was revealed as like a kingpin of the crime world in this city, I don't know why I lost my mind where after Titan comes in after doing a job for Machine Head getting this chip that Titan was hoping to get out of the crime after that. But Machine says like, man, you are so bulletproof and you don't take shit when people shoot at you. I wish I had more people who don't whine like you do. I'm paraphrasing that, of course. And then his henchman's like, hey, come on, man. I try not to. Or he says something. The machine head just goes in his auto tune mode. Shop. And I don't know why. That made me laugh so hard. Just the way they did his voice work was actually kind of funny. Oh, for sure. I mean, I do think this show does have some really good voice acting moments in it. But to kind of go into some of the sad moments, too, like the whole struggle that Titan was trying to get out of this whole crime life and try to support his struggling family as an average citizen, the fact that crime keeps pulling him back in 
him, kind of blackmailing him in a way. I really felt for his struggle, even though at the very end of the episode, he did take Machine Head's place as the crime lord of the city. Now, that is a sign of betrayal to the idea of what he was trying to convince Mark Grayson to help him for. I'm willing to play devil's advocate and say, even if Titan didn't take the kingpin head role, I think If he and his family attempted to escape the life of crime and just go into obscurity, I'm willing to bet the criminal society would have found a way to find him and bring him back in or threaten his family somehow. So why not take the crown and all that? So I I get that. I don't agree with that result, but I think I can understand Titan's position. For sure. I think Titan actually really in this whole series kind of shows a real human element to this series, which I really like. I think it just shows the vicious cycle of kind of a working class person and, you know, falling into things in your sort of pre-assigned role in society almost. It's very, it's very upsetting, but also you got to wonder, you know, did he take it up? Cause I mean, Lord only knows what kind of power vacuum there would be now without machine head. And, you know, it, it's very interesting. I do believe him when he said all his things about his family and everything. Like, I don't think those were crocodile tears and this was some big plan to gain more power. I do. I did sincerely believe Titan and it is really kind of tragic almost where we find him at the end of this episode. Other points that I could bring up about this episode that really stood out to me at least is when Titan asked Invincible to help him take down Machine Head. Machine Head did think ahead and brought his own league of villains to help fight against them. And my God, Battle Beast, his power level came out of freaking nowhere. When they were fighting all the other gimmicky villains, I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. But the fact that Battle Beast just kept demolishing all the heroes to the point where a couple of them might actually be dead. I don't know. I was like, where the hell did this come from? So that was that was quite a shift in power, I would say. But I will say one last thing on it. I was half expecting Omni-Man, who originally was trying to deter Mark from bothering with this specific task. I was expecting Omni-Man to come in and clean up or at least stop Battle Beast from possibly killing Invincible. But he didn't. He just kept watching from afar and gave like an anonymous tip. So I thought that was really interesting. And I don't know if that throws a wrench in my original theory, but part of me also wonders if Omni-Man might clean up Mark's failed mission in a way and like take down Battle Beast out of sight of other witnesses. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, he could. And just against, uh, just again, to reiterate, folks, we are not reading the comics, so we don't know anything ahead. So no spoilers for us. But um, I mean, for all we know, based on your three, Matt, like more people really could have been confirmed to have died if Mark wasn't there. And I mean, that could have just as easily played into what we kind of assume his plan is, which is kind of killing off a lot of the, the superheroes in this world. Oh, you know, that's very true. I didn't even think about that. So it's really hard to say. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if next episode we actually open up with Omni-Man doing some pretty sketchy stuff. I think so, too. All right, folks. Well, that's our short and sweet review of Invincible Episode 5 this week. Hope you enjoyed it and, you know, contribute to the conversation in the comments. We always love hearing from you. And uh, Matt, why don't you take us on home there, Chief? Yes, sir. Well, folks, you heard our opinion, but now we want to hear yours. Let us know in the comment section below. What did you think of this episode of Invincible Season 1, Episode 5? That actually hurt. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Share your thoughts. Join the conversation. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop. And if you want to support me directly, consider going to my Patreon. Do a one-time donation at my Streamlabs. Oh, and if you want to watch me animate, working on some 
2D animation and whatnot, check out my Twitch channel. I stream every Saturday, generally starting at 1 or 2 p.m. Pacific time. Links are in the description below. This is Matt Sella. And this is Mark. Thanking you all for tuning in. Oh.